0: Dog's got it made. Look at this dog. I made a thousand dollars for this dog Other to people. have a cancerous lump cut off her leg.
1: Wipes your ass for you sometimes. <laughs> clips your clips your ass hairs. Yeah. That's what we do for our dog. Dogs. You have what to a life. you have to wipe your dog's ass? <sighs> sometimes. <laughs> She's got, like, long hair. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her. Gets caught up in there sometimes. When I saw your dog,
0: I thought we were playing, but apparently I was teasing the dog. She, ate, she, she, she ate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's going like, to bite the shit out of you. Never bitten anybody. She's going to bite the shit out of you. I thought we were playing.
0: You know, she's running around and barking and stuff, and, <laughs> and Amy's like, stop doing that to the dog. <laughs> and then she took the dog away. And I was like, oh, I thought... I thought we were were having fun. She she was
1: showing you her teeth. That's probably it's usually not a that's not like oh I'm having fun.
0: I thought we were having a good time. I don't
1: know how to read your dog. Some people she yeah. Yeah, she needs to see you a couple more times. She only saw you that once and you were teasing her, so
0: I I thought we were playing. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were playing. Your dog's sensitive. It's a definitely a Pacific Northwest dog. (laughs) <laughs> like this one, Lola's a uh, Lola's in the studio today, uh, laying on the floor.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's that's how we record sometimes. I lay on the floor and Mark just tells me a story.
0: <laughs> Lola's in here. She looks really uninterested in what's happening so far. She's, raw, she's laying right by the wheels of the chair I'm sitting on. So at some point I'm going to back up and run over her and she's going to get mad. But, I mean, what are you laying there for? Is she uh she on drugs? She is, yes, okay, sure. because of the cancer uh, being lopped off of her leg. She is on some sort of painkiller. Yeah, that's why she looks so tired. She
1: does look really tired. <laughs>
0: She's got a few more days on the dope. She's listening to you right now. I know. She hates me. Yeah, she I, does.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I love her. Maybe it's because you tease her.
0: Well, I don't <laughs> I don't tease her that much. <laughs> I just think we're playing. Apparently, I don't know how to play with dogs. <laughs> she, she loves you, dude. She loves you. Anyway. Why don't we get into the episode?
1: Hey, this is I Saw That Movie, I'm CB, this is Mark. Hello. I used to work in a video store, he lives in one. We're going to talk about movie today. I don't know what it is. Did you watch a movie? Yes. Are <laughs> you wait for a question? I hope so. I hope I, I watched Sure. It. You watched some movies? Yeah. You like movies? Yeah, I did. I like movies. Mm-hmm. So
0: just as last week's episode, Repo Man, which I'm sure was a real barn burner for everyone, <laughs> we're doing another one because CB said why don't you talk about a movie you like once in a while so we're doing a second movie i like mama mia yes it's mama mia how did you know (laughs) it's my big fat greek wedding (laughs) (laughs) the fuck are those movies man like what is that my big fat greek wedding i don't know i worked for i don't know i'd go ahead Sorry. <laughs> the, this is another pizzeria story. Uh, right.
1: Pizza stories. Pizza <laughs> stories with Mark. <laughs> South Jersey pizza uh, you stories. I just fucking do a
0: podcast about pizzeria stories.
1: You know? I, I, most of my stories. I love that you call it a pizzeria. Like it makes it more more fancy. You, well,
0: what the fuck are you supposed to call? It's a fucking on?
1: pizza store, man. It's a pizza shop. What the fuck is a pizza store?
0: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
1: Pizza store. It's a, it's a restaurant. That's It's pizza. definitely not a restaurant. It's a shitty pizzeria.
0: It's Pizzeria—the fancy way of saying pizza place. Yes,
1: it's like it's in a, it's in Italy or something. But it's in, no, South, it's not but it's, it's in South Jersey. It's <laughs> in
0: It's a fucking pizzeria. That's what you call a pizza place. Okay,
1: okay. So what, what is you, wrong uh, with you? Big You're fat a weird person. <laughs> big fat Greek pizzeria. Uh,
0: yes, I worked at a pizzeria, and everybody there was Greek. The owners—they were all Greek—and they're like Marco. You know, they called me Marco all the fucking time, and they're like, "You have to go see my big fat Greek wedding." Really? Yeah. They loved it. Really? So apparently it was, you know, it hit home with the Greeks. <laughs> I never saw it. Fuck that movie. I don't to watch that if good, you fucking good care. Good <laughs> <laughs> We're starting out. We're coming in hot today. Maybe,
1: you, maybe if you saw it, you would dig it. I mean, who knows? Did you see it? Uh yeah. How'd you feel? Uh, I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but they That's made a- they made another one. I mean, you know, what, like 10, my, y- ten years my later. My big
0: fat Greek circumcision. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what did they make? Wasn't it My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2? What? They did that?
0: I think so. I don't appreciate the fat in there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say?
1: My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. That's what it's called.
0: It is? Yes. Didn't they do a TV show too? My Big Fat Greek lo- Life? I think they did.
1: Man, she's really working that big <laughs> f- My Big Fat Greek She's working that thing. Big
0: Fat shows. <laughs>
1: Fat whatever. Well, people it's, are watching it. So it's not big, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. No. It's not Mamma Mia. No. You got any other guesses? <laughs> or Mamma Mia too, because that's about to come.
0: There's out. a second one of those oh, two? Geez. What's Mamma Mia about? Have you seen that?
1: It's based on a musical. Uh, um, mama Mamma Mia? I, yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. It's <laughs> something. <laughs> it's...
0: <laughs> great. No, it's none of those shitty movies. Today, we're going to talk about one of my faves. Well, one of my favorite summer films. And it's summer. It's a summer film. It's a
1: summer film. I really want to know what this is. Have you got, are you getting sum- any
0: closer with your guesses? Summer films. <laughs> it's a summer movie. It's about the summer. It's a summer blockbuster. It's about having summer fun. It's a movie called one crazy
1: summer i was gonna say wet hot american summer actually <laughs> oh, I,
0: was... I love that movie too there you go i
1: do i think one crazy summer might be better
0: better than well i don't know, you know they're two different movies okay i love wet hot american summer i love one crazy summer one crazy summer is pretty great it's one of the best summer movies is that a savage steve holland joint it is a savage, savage <laughs> steve holland joint <laughs> Oh, it is a Savage Steve Holland joint. Savage Steve Holland, who, of course, did Better Off Dead, which CB made me do this thing on Facebook where I post 10 movies, one a day of movies that really affected me
1: and it's stuck with me. impacted you, sir.
0: Whatever. (laughs) It's a
1: difference.
0: (laughs) Don't you dare correct me.
1: Again, I'm just telling you what to do. I always say you what, what you to do.
0: do. You just telling me what to do all the time. I'm telling me to post things on Facebook every day. I
1: know. i, mean, I really upset some people <laughs> by like tagging them on Facebook. You've given me a job. They're like, oh god, why would why do I don't want to have to do this it's every day? Equivalent of a chain letter. <laughs> now if I don't do it, I'm gonna have bad luck. <laughs> some people were just like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. and Just like didn't even you it,
0: it takes literally 10 seconds i know i, I know <laughs> not That hard. i know but as you know by now better off dead was in my top 10 because it was. as far as 80s romantic comedies go better off dead is the best one it is my most favorite i love it it's fucking full of nonsense just like one crazy summer is full of nonsense savage steve holland you know he did the Better Off Dead, One Crazy Summer, and a movie called How I Got into College. He
1: do that too? Yeah. That's it. That's all he's ever done. And then
0: from that point on, he just started doing like children's programming. Like TV. Yeah, TV yeah. stuff and everything. But these first two movies, like I wish my first movie was Better Off Dead instead of the shitty movie we made.
1: Well, uh. we, can get, we can get Cusack involved, I'm sure. Oof. We need to find a young Cusack. Yeah. James
0: Gricksoni, you're a young Cusack.
1: Gricksoni, so you- yeah. <laughs> He might be more our young Bobcat. Go, Wait, <laughs>
0: <laughs> He might be a young Theodore Bundy. <laughs> Love you, James. Please don't kill me. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, one crazy summer. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. You ready to go? So we open with voiceover, which you know I hate, but you know, I'm a hypocrite, so (laughs) I give it a pass. But it has a point here because it's voiceover with a little cartoon, which there are several of these cartoon vignettes all drawn by Savage Steve Holland, Oh, if you didn't know that. didn't know that? Ayy. I'm here with facts. You got, you got facts. I'm gonna give you the facts today. You give me facts. Remember, better this. all dead when that hamburger was dancing around, good singing Van, Halen. singing Van Halen. Fucking what the fuck is that, man? What a fucking great movie.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: You cannot beat that movie. He starts playing a saxophone for the fucking woman. <laughs> what is happening? Anyway, we start with the voiceover. Cartoon rhinoceros is searching for love. The rhino comes upon the cute and fuzzy bunnies and they make fun of him for searching for love. And then the rhino pulls out a machine gun and starts shooting them, all yes. the all the bunnies. And then we find we cut to our hero, Hoops McCann, <laughs> the one and only John Q Cusack.
1: <laughs> Hoops
0: McCann. Hoops McCann.
1: And I think character names is something Savage Steve Helen's known for. This Hoops
0: him. McGann, Lean Meyer in the first one. There was a pop punk band called Lean Meyer. There's an ACK ACK
1: in this. ACK <laughs> George Calamari. <laughs>
0: And his sister's name is Squid Calamari. <laughs> That's right. Scene, <laughs> and apparently, Savage Steve Holland's little sister is actually named Squid, which I found out listening to the fucking commentary on One Crazy Summer. <laughs> the commentary is with you, Savage you Steve Holland. You're the only
1: person that listens to the commentary for One Crazy Summer.
0: Savage Steve Holland, Bob Cagwoldwaite is, <laughs> is on there. And one other person, I forget who the other person is, but I don't know. There's Our, a
1: grandma called Balamari too, isn't it? Yes. Teddy Beckerstead. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Cookie. So, so good, man. So good.
0: Oh, the Beckerstead estates. <laughs> the Beckerstead estates. <laughs> We're getting out <ahead> of ourselves. <laughs> so we meet... Uh, hoops mccann played by john cusack and he's drawing this cartoon about love because he's trying to get a scholarship to get into art school but he doesn't know anything about love because he's never been in love so he's having a tough time so before i go any further here <laughs> i want to point out savage steve holland has this thing where he just throws in random jokes throughout movies that's one of his things constant random jokes (laughs) that have nothing to do with anything they're just like here's a fucking little throwaway joke here's a gag whatever this one you know Better Off Dead's loaded with them. One Crazy Summer's also loaded with them. the first one happens right here Hoops is talking to his cat puts his cat on the floor the cat walks into its litter box and there's all these little heads little animal heads on plaques like the cat killed all of them and in and you know it's not a great one and even in (laughs) in the commentary so that was Steve Holland's like yeah here's here's this gag I didn't really think it was very good he's like I wrote it the cat has like hit trophies (laughs) from all the things it's killed he's like I don't don't think this is very funny and Bobcat Goldway's like "Eh, it's okay it's not the worst thing you've ever done
1: I would have loved to have been there when he's talking to production design. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. We just need a bunch of little plaques with little heads, like yeah. little trophies, like a little bird. They're like, okay. They're like,
0: okay, savage we Steve t- Holland.
1: <laughs> we can make that. We can. We can. We can do that. Okay, let's do that.
0: <laughs> so Hoop's mom comes in and she she's like here's your cap and gown because he's getting ready to go graduation. And she's like, I, I cleaned it for you. And he's like, what do you mean you cleaned it? And she's like, well, tons of people wear these things. You got you to gotta clean it. So at the graduation scene, everybody's sitting there and Hoops is sitting there and his graduation outfit is shrunk. Shrunk. And he's got like, even the hat is shrunk and it's tiny on top of his head and the fucking gown. And, uh. and so he's sitting there with his friend, George Calamari, <laughs> who is played by Joel Murray. Joel Murray, yeah. Yep. Who is Bill Murray's brother?
1: He's really good, actually. He's yeah. a really good actor. I was gonna say he's the least talented Murray, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back from that. Who do you
0: think the least talented one is?
1: I don't know. They're all really talented. <laughs> yeah, I know. Brian Doyle? <laughs> and Come then, on. And Bill? I mean Brian Doyle and Bill, of course, you know. Like, but then Joel's been on Mad Men. He was great on Mad Men.
0: Oh, he was on Mad Men? Yep. Well, that gives me a reason to watch Mad Men, I guess. There you go. I never watched it. it like advertising. It's it's about more than advertising. Like, advertising doesn't appeal to me.
1: I don't care about it. Keep an eye out for Joel Murray.
0: So anyway, so he's chatting with George.
1: (laughs) Hoops and George. Hoops and George.
0: You know, he's like, I got to get this scholarship project done, while George is like, hey, we're going to Nantucket for the summer. Why don't you come along? Get away from your parents. So the graduates of generic high school, (laughs) which is another throwaway joke. Hilarious. They're announced. They all throw their caps and gowns up and hoops is like shaking people's hands and a cap comes down and hits a guy in the back and kills him. (laughs) The dude like falls into his arms like he's hugging him him, and and sucking his back and hoops just sits him on a chair and looks at him and runs away.
1: (laughs) Another great throwaway joke. What's so great about the sense of humor is like you just don't give a shit. Like (laughs) he's so early in his career, he's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's basic- the basis for every movie we've made together. Yeah. I think it's funny. You just throw
0: a bunch of shit. You just throw a bunch of shit against the wall. Somebody's going to think each one of those things is funny. Not everyone is going to think every one of the no. things is funny. No. But you're going to hit somebody somewhere that's like, except for that time that Worst are Plans played at that tap house when everyone left. Yes. that's <laughs> People were not pleased with. Well, they paired. So. Well, whoa well, well. You
1: know, we know the best kind of art appeals to everyone. That's it. well. They
0: not, paired us up with
1: not everyone uh, appeal. Not everyone appreciates a dog fucking joke. <laughs> it's just that.
0: Well, you know, we got paired up with a short, a very heavy short about police violence and all this, PTSD. you know, and PTSD and like you know, it was a great short that tackled those subjects. But like, worstly laid plans should not follow that ever because worst they plans as you said is a movie full of dog fucking jokes you know it's it's they were the polar opposites it's it's not full of dog fucking jokes (laughs) it has a scene full of dog fucking jokes okay which everyone i know has lectured me on there's a page
1: and a half about dog fucking (laughs) which i cut out a lot
0: of it originally it was four pages (laughs) it was a lot funnier when there was more they kept saying it over and over (laughs) but yeah we had, know, someone, you know. we had
1: someone quit the production or the dog. No, fucking. we
0: did not. <laughs> yeah, we oh, did. yeah, we did. I forgot about that. I forgot that that guy quit the okay. production of okay. the <laughs> dog fucking
1: joke. So one crazy summer.
0: Uh Yeah, so we find out that Hoops he is from a basketball family, but he can't play basketball. <laughs> That's why they call him Hoops. <laughs> they call him Hoops, but he's he's terrible at basketball. Hoops McCann. So he, him and George are walking through the parking lot after graduation, and they're seeing all the kids. They're getting their new cars. And George is trying to cheer him up. He's like, you know, everything's fine. Your parents love you. They probably got you a great new car. And they look over and there's this giant fucking street sweeper with hoops on like a giant piece of paper on the side. And this is the point where hoops is like, okay, let's go to Nantucket. I got to get the fuck out of here. And George is like, okay, we got to go pick up my sister first. And he's like, remember... Don't ever say anything about our dog. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cause George's little sister, Squid, she has this fucking beat up looking dog. They like put a cone on it and it's got all these bandages on its face, and I think they shaved one of its legs <laughs> and shit. It
1: looks terrible. The dog's got some issues,
0: yeah. It looks terrible. Oh god. And but George's little sister, of course, loves the dog and she's very protective of the dog. So these two kids run up and they're making faces at her dog, like pulling their eyes down and like, you know, making faces. And the crossing guard is like, you know, if you fucking make faces like that and someone slaps you on the back, your face is going to stick that way. And they're like, you know, they're fucking asshole kids. So then basically the little sister sets them up by putting the dog by itself around a corner and they go around the corner make faces at it and she walks up slaps and slaps them on, them on the, the back. back and then
1: their faces they turn like. around slowly and their backs <laughs> and they look at each other and their faces are fucking
0: up and the, the girl even like she's carrying a cabbage patch doll in her hands and she looks at that and the fucking cabbage patch doll its face. face is fucked up too and they fucking scream and run away and They're running across the street, and George almost runs them over. (laughs) George says to to fucking hoops, he goes, Geez, there sure are some ugly looking kids around here. (laughs) Next, we meet Demi Moore. Demi Moore?
1: Demi Moore? Demi. Demi Moore? Demi. I think back then she was Demi. Do you think she changed What do you think? Demi?
0: I think she went Demi. Let's go
1: Demi. Later on. Let's go Demi.
0: You want to go Demi? I think so. I think she's, she will be offended that you're mispronouncing your name, like how you say Criterion and Panay. But anyway, uh, so Demi Moore, she's on the run from a motorbike gang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's funny about that? I, I don't know. You <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got some money.
0: She runs into the men's room. She hides the money in the t- paper towel dispenser and then hides them in one of the stalls. Who and the motorbike gang they run run in after, her and Hoops comes in and he's like taking a piss or whatever, and then he's taking paper towel out and like hundred dollar bills Money are coming comes out. out. And yep. the motorbike gang they find Cassandra Demimor and they're about to like kick the shit out of her or something and hoops is like hey i got your money ha ha, ha. and they turn and chase after him and isn't
1: he, isn't the motorcycle gang they're like <laughs> they wear wigs and stuff like, like that.
0: Well, the main dude has like this purple spiked wig on and in the commentary savage steve holland was like i hate that wig i hated that wig and he's like i tried to talk him out of that wig and he's like but the hair and makeup lady she was not to be like trifled with <laughs> He's like, so I just had to accept it. <laughs> so the the motorbike gang chases after hoops, he throws the money in the air and they're going after the money. He jumps in the car, tells George to floor it, and then the motorbike gang is chasing them. And Demi, Demi Moore, uh, fucking Cassandra, she's somehow in the car now, too. She just pops up. She hid in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know where she came from, how she got in the fucking car. Because you see the car the entire time, you never see her get in. But even the best movies have weird mistakes. Movie
1: magic, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, don't think about it. They're like Florida George, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna miss our boat because they gotta take a ferry to get to Nantucket." And Hoops is like, "What do you mean a fucking boat?" Because Hoops
1: is afraid of water. And so, Hoops has got some issues, man.
0: Yeah, he's never found love. Fucking he's terrible parents, at basketball. Terrible at basketball. Parents hate him. Afraid of water. So here's the, there's a scene where they fucking jump the car onto the ferry. Totally illegal. You're not gonna get away with that. Who cares? Also, George has an Old Christmas tree strapped to the roof of his car. Another throwaway
1: joke. I forgot about that. Uh, It's funny.
0: The main motorbike gang man with the pink spiked wig, he ends up flying into the water and then he pops out of the water and the spikes all have fishes. No fish on them. (laughs) them. (laughs) Another fucking shitty random joke. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, they get away from the gang. So now we get our second animated short with the rhino and the rhino gets tricked again by the bunnies, and he drowns. And so on the boat, Cassandra's talking to Hoops about his fear of water, while George keeps putting a chili dog under his nose, (laughs) and he keeps almost throwing up. And then we get Cassandra's backstory. She's going to Nantucket to help her grandfather pay off some bills on a house that he owns with a bunch of friends. And then we get another sighting of the ugly kids. (laughs) Because Hoops tries to throw a piece of chili dog into a trash can and hits this guy who's sleeping in the chest, and the guy looks at these two kids with their backs turned, he's like, hey, you kids, and they turn around, and they're the fucking ugly kids. kids. And he fucking has the most crazy fucking overreaction to see him. He's like, (laughs) And fucking runs away and then everybody on the boat scrambles except for like the main cast everybody runs from these children these kids yeah <laughs> ugly kids and then we just cut to the next scene <laughs> that's it for that so on the island the gang is met by the stork twins one of which is a young bobcat way. his name is egg egg stork. stork and his brother clay stork played by tom villard Really funny
1: guy. Really
0: funny guy. A lot a
1: lot of eighties movies. Yeah, that guy
0: died. Uh, Did he really? Yeah, he died in the mid nineties. He apparently had uh, HIV and died from really complications oh. due to HIV. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, very sad. Sorry. So everybody gets off the boat. Sandra goes off. Hoops talks to the st- to the Stork Twins. They talk about. They have this fucking whole running gag of that they're on Nantucket. They're shooting a movie, Foam Two, about a giant dolphin with rabies (laughs) so man eating dolphin with rabies rabies. so behind them is like the prop dolphin and it's like moving it's mouth up and down and foams coming out of it it's really fucking stupid and so the the stork twins and this comes in later they have various odd jobs they work for their dad at the is that their dad's a mechanic they tow cars and they're also picking up work guarding props for foam so, that'll come in a little later. <laughs> so, next, we get to meet our, the 80s trope of blonde dickhead guy, Teddy Beckerstead. Teddy
1: Beckerstead. <laughs> Theodore Beckerstead. He pulls up. So good. In his fancy car. And he's a he's a real dick.
0: He's the worst, <laughs> but he's hilarious. Of so. all
1: of those, like, 80s, uh, you know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed villains, yeah. like, he's probably he's the best. terrible, but hilarious. I mean, Johnny... From karate, karate kid, kid it, yeah. is is bad, but like this dude, he's, he's, the, best. he's, he's the best. He's horrible.
0: <laughs> he pulls up, and you know he's a rich dickhead. He he treats the Stork Twins like shit. And when he pulls up, he gets like pretty close to Hoops, and he kind of stumbles and kind of steadies himself, touching the car. And everybody kind of scrambles, and Teddy gets out and walks up to to Hoops and kind of straightens his jacket. And Hoops straightens the scarf he has or the sweater he has tied around his neck. And then Teddy grabs him and pulls him down and whispers you touched my car. (laughs) And Hoops is like what? (laughs) And he goes (laughs) you touched my car! Don't ever touch my car! And he's fucking shaking Hoops down and he hangs him on one of those hooks that you hang big fish on on the docks. He hangs him on one of that, And he's screaming at Hoops and then his girlfriend, Cookie, gets out of the car and she's like, Teddy Deer, and she has a box of animal crackers that she tempts him away with. I don't know. It's so fucking weird. And then goddamn Jeremy Piven shows up. Jeremy Piven, that's right. Who's supposed to be 18, but he's already bald. Balding and looks like he's forty. <laughs> like, he shows up and nineteen eighty six. It's you know, fucking already balding teenage maximum eighties at this point. He's wearing like a fucking shirt with a popped collar and they're all wearing fucking docks. He's got ray bans on it's like yeah. So eighties. And Teddy's girlfriend. You know, she makes eyes at Hoops before they take off. Yeah, like Uh, they do. Because that's the kind of shit that happens. Hoops is already getting himself in trouble. Next, they arrive at George's grandma's house, the Calamari residence. (laughs) Grandma Calamari. Uh, Yeah, where they'll be staying. She doesn't give a shit about George. She just cares about squid. this is another one of those things she gives squid a tiny teddy bear and is like look at what grandma got for you and squid takes it and feeds it to the dog the dog and hoops is like looking at the dog eat this teddy bear like what the fuck it's so stupid oh and then they go upstairs and meet another calamari uncle frank oh shit that's (laughs) right
1: uncle frank you remember uncle frank yeah yeah, who's who's in the room listening to the radio, yes. smoking cigarettes.
0: He's, he's this crazy fucking idiot who listens to the radio every summer to try to win this million dollar radio contest. And we get all these little vignettes with Uncle Frank throughout the movie, where he's just going more and more crazy trying to win this money. Next, we meet Akak, who is Curtis Armstrong. Booger. Uh, so Akak, he comes from a military family, and he's expected... To go into the military now that he's not in college, and they're talking to Akak's dad, and uh, they're like, "Don't you think Akak's, you know, not really cut out for that?" And The dad says to George, "He's like, you've got no college acceptance. You've got no goal in life." And then he's like, "Well, Akak is out on the beach collecting shells." And they're like, "Well, oh, that sounds like his speed." So they go out to the beach, and he's actually out collecting mortar shells on like an army test part of the during beach. A, during or, a live, during a live ammo, like they're blowing shit up, and he's grabbing the fucking mortar rounds, the mortar shells, <laughs> yeah, the shells. Oh, and then they all run off of the fucking beach next we find out they're driving somewhere and they find out that Cassandra's Sandra's grandfather is now dead and they're driving past the funeral and they see her this is pretty quick <laughs> it's like it's been all in one day <laughs> like, it's a busy day like they get there grandfather's dead funerals happening I don't eh.
1: remember did they did she say she needed to get to the island for her grandfather's funeral
0: no I th- she said or was she just she needed to get there to help out her grandfather
1: oh uh, yeah she didn't say anything about how her
0: grandfather was already dead. But I guess that's possible.
1: Well, they did pick her up on the side of the road being chased by bikers.
0: Next, we meet Teddy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is in this <laughs> movie is fucking gold. Every one of these characters is fucking gold. Teddy's dad is the guy, I don't know what his name is, but he was the like dickhead dad in both of those really famous Twisted Sister videos. Mark uh, Metcalf. Mark Metcalf. He yeah. was in
1: Animal House originally. He was yes. the, like, Get what I don't yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he was in. He was Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer, <laughs> <in> Animal House. <laughs> He was in oh, uh, so Twisted good.
0: Sister, We're Not Gonna Take he It. Was the dad. What are you going to do with your life? Yeah,
1: yeah. He's I want to rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the dad in the video. Yeah, he
0: was in both of those. So he's in this, and he's, you know. He's the best. He, he's him. <laughs> he's the he's same. fucking shit. Same fucking shit. After he shit.
1: played Niedermeyer, he basically just played that just same did, character. He just
0: wrote on that. So he's trying to talk to Teddy about Cassandra's grandfather's property. But Teddy's in the pool. He's got swimmies <laughs> he's on. <laughs> he's Swimming back and forth, and like he's trying to talk to Teddy, and Teddy just keeps going. I'm doing my laps, Dad. I'm doing my laps, and then Dad is just getting more and more frustrated with him, and goes over and just grabs him by the ear and yanks him out of the pool. He starts talking to Teddy about the upcoming regatta.
1: Dude, my kids are on a swim team, <laughs> and that doing my laps, Dad. That that Teddy, that's like God. It's I've, there's a bunch of those kids. <laughs> I'm doing my laps, Dad. Do my laps, Dad. <laughs> got a little blue speed on. Wow. Do my laps, Dad. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's good times.
0: So he tells Teddy that they have to win the upcoming regatta. So this is coming into play. There's always some shit in 80s movies where you got to win this to fucking. Uh, and it only comes up like once at the beginning. And then at the end, they're like, oh, this is a big deal. <laughs> so he's like, if we don't win this regatta, then the grandfather, their grandfather, who is fucking rolling by in a wheelchair, he's going to take all their money away. And that he's not going to fund Beckerstead estates, you know, whatever. And he needs Cassandra's land. Teddy's
1: grandfather needs Cassandra's grandfather's land.
0: No, Teddy's father, Teddy's grandfather doesn't care about anything. He thinks that both of them are dicks. And he's going to take all their money away if they don't win. well this is what if Mark, they don't win the regatta. <laughs> this is what Mark Metcalf believes. is that If they don't win this regatta, then dad's going to you know, put him out of business. And he needs Cassandra's land to start building this condo project to get himself out from under his father's out of his father's shadow. Beckerstead Estates. Beckerstead Estates. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he asked Teddy what Teddy knows about Cassandra's situation and we find out that she has a week to pay off so now we have a ticking clock. She has a week to pay off the money. Uh um, you remember how
1: much money it was? $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> $2,000. She's, she's got a week to, to rally $2,000. rally 2000 In 1986.
0: To pay off back taxes.
1: Of the, her grandfather's property. Or the
0: bank is going to take it away. And Teddy, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looks at his dad and he's like, you know, Cassandra, she's like, you should see this girl. She's like uh, one of those hippie types. She's got these braids in her. <laughs> she's got these braids in her hair. What are they called? corn husks. <laughs> It's all in the delivery. Is, it's
1: all in the delivery, folks. It's really funny. Oh, it's, my he's really, God. He's, really good. Just, and he's hold, really good. he's
0: holding something up yeah, to the like, side of his head. It's like, it's like,
1: yeah, it's good.
0: Next, we join Cassandra and Hoops there on the beach, and we get some more backstory on the house. And she again says, I got a week to get this money, to get the house's $2,000. I'm going to sell some furniture. I'm going to play some gigs and make some money. She says to Hoops... She's like, you must be really good at basketball with a name like Hoops. And he's like, yeah, you know, you should really see me play. (laughs) But like, instead of just being like, no, I suck. But that'll come in play later. He then draws a picture of her and a gorilla before they go their separate ways. And and she says, well, if this is what you're second best at, I really would love to see you play basketball. basketball? And he's like, yeah, it's really a sight. (laughs) We go back to Uncle Frank. He's still listening to the radio trying to win this money and he's trying to take a bath at this point and he's carrying the radio and he's carrying the phone and he slips on it and he has a cigarette in his mouth he's got a cigarette in his mouth and he slips on a bar of soap and ends up electrocuting himself hilarious and he electrocutes himself and then flies out the window (laughs) into the harbor like
1: into the water next to the house (laughs) whatever there's an explosion and then they cut to outside, and he yeah. comes flying out the window into the water, yeah. and they cut. They cut.
0: <laughs> and it's like, you know, stunt stunt guy waving his arms furiously right. as he falls into the water. Classic. Funny. The whole gang is now at the beach. Hoops is drawing. Egg is flying a kite. Clay, he's building a sand castle, and George is buried up to his neck in sand. <laughs> Have you ever been buried in sand? <laughs> have you ever let your kids bury you in sand? No. <laughs> Neither have I. I've I've seen this shit. I've seen like at the Jersey Shore, dad's buried in sand. I've seen with their yeah, kids fucking yeah. throwing sand in their fucking every, face. Every beach. Yeah. And I'm like, who would really want this to happen? And I've never wanted to be buried in sand because of this movie
1: and what happens to poor old George. This scene is is burned into my memory <laughs> and it's yeah it's hilarious yeah anyone that's
0: like i want to bury in sin. like have you not seen one crazy summer anyway george is like hey you know hoops is over there he's depressed why don't you guys go cheer him up and he's like okay and he's like why don't you can you cut me a little shade so bobcat goldwaite puts a lawn chair over his head and then they go over to talk to hoops <laughs> and bobcat goldwaite he hands over the kite that he's flying to a young child. He's like, hold this foamy little boy? And the boy flies away. Takes the fucking kite and flies
1: away. Never hear from him again. And that's it. And that's another one of those stupid jokes.
0: Oh. So the Tor- Stork twins, they're like, hey, you want to draw something? Why don't you draw us nude? <laughs> and they start like, taking off their clothes off. And he's like, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. And Bobcat Goldway apparently ad-libbed most of his dialogue throughout the movie. And he has some of the most hilarious lines. Because <laughs> at this time he's buttoning his shirt back up and he's really sad and he goes, I offer you my body, but I'm not. Now I'm like the jerk of the world or something. <laughs> in that Bobcat Goldweight kinda like <clears throat> yeah, it's You know great. what he does. Hilarious. It's really interesting to hear him on the DVD commentary talk in his normal speaking tone.
1: <laughs> Well, he was playing a character. Yeah. But you never hear him talk like a normal person. He was in that character for 20 plus, 10 (laughs) plus years.
0: So Cookie, Teddy's girlfriend, shows up with a bunch of her hot friends and is like, hey, can you help us get our boat in the water? And Hoops is, of course, like, cool, yeah. And he asks the Stork twins, he's like, we'd really love to help them get their boat in the water, right, guys? And they're like, no, that sounds like work. We don't want to do that. (laughs) And and, you know Hoops he forces them to help And as they're walking off Bobcat Goldway Another line Just said he's like he says You guys got anything else I can do for you Like shovel your driveway or something
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another throwaway line Just Great throwaway line
0: And then the next scene is they're carrying the boat And Bobcat Goldway again He's like you guys got something heavier I could carry Like a car or something (laughs) Just on fire in these two scenes. They get the boat in the water. Cookie invites Hoops to come along. And Hoops like, like, oh, I don't like boats. And she's like, well, how about a date tonight? And he's like, aren't you going out with that guy, Teddy? And she's like, oh, fuck him. And she's like, I'll pick you up at eight. Meanwhile George this is where we get to George and he's buried up well, to we, his neck. we cut back to George. We keep it. cutting back to him and bad things keep happening to him like a dog pisses on his head. Well he's <laughs> he's like get out of here dog and the dog pisses on him. And then there's a, there's this weird scene this weird cutaway where he's looking over and there's like this baby this like probably you know like eight-month-old kind of walking up with this little fat baby and the fat baby has like a, a tub of popcorn and they do the slow motion shot of the baby putting popcorn in its mouth and it's like Rah! and he's like barking at the baby to get the baby away from him. <laughs> it's nonsense
1: it doesn't yeah sheer nonsense. sheer nonsense
0: so then we get to the famous scene a guy sits down
1: over top because there, there's a there's a chair yes that's the that's Giving Overdump. him shade. Yeah. And so this- Heavy set man. Heavy set fellow With headphones on. With headphones who can't, doesn't know that he's, he's under <laughs> he's there. He's under there, sits down there. Sits the on top of the chair. And starts eating. He starts eating. He
0: eating everything. He, he starts eating. And what does he eat? <laughs> the last thing he eats is some chili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and George is yelling, No, don't do that, don't do that. And so there's a scene of <laughs>
1: the last thing he eats is <laughs> it's, it's a, like a bucket of chili. It's a
0: fucking giant like Costco sized can of chili, of chili with All the, the beach. Right? And he's eating the chili <laughs> And we cut back to the Sore twins and hoops. And they're like, George is never going to believe what happened. And they're like, oh, God, George. And they, you know, it cuts to there's an ambulance on the beach. And they pull George out of the hole. And George is like half dead. And neither of the guys will do CPR on him because he stinks so bad. Because <laughs> this man has been farting on him. <laughs>
1: Oh, 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 Jesus Christ! They keep taking the joke further. Yeah, and it just further. keeps going and going, going and going. Oh, he's like Gimzy Bjor and he's like, "No, you!" And they get into the, a fight. The two EMT <laughs> guys get into a fight because no yeah. one wants
0: to. Like the dude picks up the empty can of beans and looks at it, and he's like, "You're like oh," and he looks at George, and he's like, no, you! And, and they start, like, wrestling on top of George. <laughs> <laughs> so Hoops meets up with Cassandra at her grandfather's house, and she invites him to a show that she's having later that night. And he's like, I don't know, because he has the whole cookie thing on, on his plate, but he doesn't tell her, of course, that you know he's been invited out by this woman. But he's like, no, I'll be there. I'll be there. So we get family dinner with the gang and the grandmother. She charges them for the meal. She gives him a little, she gives gives him a a (laughs) tap.
1: Here you go. Whenever you want to take care of this.
0: (laughs) And the gang, they devise a plan for Hoops to go out with Cookie and not get caught by Teddy. Apparently, there's some kind of reception for his dad's bullshit that night. And the Stork twins will be working it. George works at the drive in. If Teddy leaves, George will call, they'll call George at the drive in. George will come find Hoops. Bada bing, bada boom. This, they have this terrible plan. It's <laughs> never going to work. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do this. Because they have another animated sequence where the rhino meets the, this, the, there's a drawing of like a hot cat woman with big boobs with her nipples sticking out. <laughs> like, it's really strange. But then the boyfriend is a giant dinosaur and comes along and beats him up. And who's like, I'm not going. But when he opens the door, Cookie's standing right there. He's making,
1: he makes a lot of bad decisions.
0: Yes. So then Egg goes to relieve Clay at his guard duty at the foam props car because he's like, Dad needs you over at the garage. You know, he does this whole thing. And Clay once again recounts the entire plan (laughs) of how they need to protect hoops. And it's really unnecessary, but you know, whatever. No movie can be perfect, right?
1: Well, it's a pretty intricate plan (laughs) that's bound to fail. (laughs)
0: And then he's like, remember, don't touch anything in this prop truck either.
1: Don't touch anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so on the date, Hoops is in the car, and he's hiding behind shrubbery. <laughs> he's got like a he, safari hat he on. He literally it. has. A... And he's got branches <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> so stupid. And then Cookie, she starts kissing Hoops, much to his chagrin. And he's like, how about I go get us some treats? And he dives over her and out the driver's side side. door to get away and i learned in the dvd commentary that savage steve holland was like dude just climb over we don't have time to do another light setup and everything like just climb you'll just come out this door because we're already set over here and he was like me and john cusack argued about it for like 10 minutes (laughs) because john cusack was like that doesn't make any sense and he's and savage steve holland was like i just had to be like just
1: do it Sounds like a lot of conversations we had on our slate plan. <laughs> just, just the do people who were like follow film logic were like that doesn't make any sense. We're like, have you have you read the script?
0: I'm like, yeah, the whole thing here isn't making a lot of sense. Just do whatever I say. And as he's running off to get some treats, Jeremy Piven is there, spots him, and you know that's trouble. So at the prop truck, Egg puts on a <laughs> he puts on a Godzilla costume. <laughs> and he's looking in the mirror, and he's doing, like, a stand-up routine in the mirror wearing this fucking costume, and there's this whole joke that comes with putting on this Godzilla costume, but there's just a bunch of little pieces that lead to the joke, the main joke. It's very finely crafted, <laughs> this joke.
1: Oh, uh, so... It's a, it's a very finely crafted, ham-fisted yes. joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... George, back at the drive-in, tells Hoops not to worry about Teddy. Stork twins are on the case. Back at the prop truck, Egg can't get out of the fucking costume. And it's 9 o'clock when he's supposed to be going to the Beckersteads to make sure Teddy doesn't leave. So he just jumps out of the truck in the Godzilla costume. Yeah. Runs runs off. At the Dew Drop-In, where Cassandra is playing. Oh, shit, it's called the Dew drop Dew Drop-In. She plays to no one, and she's bummed of course because nobody likes to play to no one you should come to my job sometime and see when people have to play to no one they're always very sad with me and i'm like did you not promote your show (laughs) did you not tell anyone there are five of you in this band i would think that you have at least five friends
1: (laughs) but i guess you don't it's the best when there's like a 12-piece band and and there's three people in and the audience. There's three people in the audience.
0: <laughs> and they're like, What did you guys do to advertise? And you're like, Motherfucker, what did you do to advertise? <laughs> Why
1: are you blaming this on if me? Each of you would have asked one person to come <laughs> or brought your girlfriends or boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. Anything. It would have been 12 people here. Uh,
0: so at Teddy's dad's party, Egg hides in the bushes. Egg hides in the bushes. He's hiding <laughs> in the bushes in the Godzilla costume, talking yep. to himself, watching Teddy. The dad gives a speech, and he's standing there with this Asian guy from the bank, and he shows off the model uh, to everyone. Becker City States. Becker st- States. He's got this very intricate giant model of what's going to happen and teddy gets the call about hoops being with cookie and he takes off and then egg is like oh no i gotta tell somebody and the grandfather like rides by and he's got this giant cigar in his mouth and he throws it into the bushes and it lands in the godzilla costume's mouth, mouth. <laughs> yes so then egg freaks out jumps out of the bushes in the godzilla costume the mouth is smoking <laughs> and he starts stepping on the model, the model of Beckerstead like, States. Uh, and it's in slow motion. It's really ridiculous. And the Asian man standing there with Father Beckerstead looks at him and he's like, oh, great party. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the long way that we got to this joke. <sighs>
1: when you break it down like that, it seems a <laughs> complicated. Yeah, I know, right? It went down like a fine wine while you watch it. <laughs>
0: yeah. There were a lot of steps to get where we were. A lot of
1: steps. Didn't see it coming. No. Didn't see it coming.
0: So, Akak is out on the beach with his dad and some Boy Scouts or something. It was
1: Joe, Joe Flattery yep. from SCTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his yeah. dad.
0: His dad is very intense about military service and everything else. And he's talking to these children, and Akak is there about they're doing a mock, there's been a plane crash on the beach, and you need to help these people people in the plane crash and he's being very graphic about how they're going to see people people their eyeballs will be hanging out and you'll have to poke them back in with a stick and uh we find out here that akak is getting thrown out by his dad because he doesn't want to go into the military akak's dad is like i will not have a coward in my house (laughs) so cookie and hoops end up on this beach and these kids are on this beach trying to save people who have been in a plane crash so they grab up hoops and they're wrapping him up in fucking bandages bandages and they start chasing cookie cookie runs into teddy and jeremy piven cookie says i'm running from hoops and his weird friends she's lying and george just so happens to be cruising by on on egg's moped that he stole from egg (laughs) and hoops jumps on and they get away from the kids And so anyway, then everyone ends up at the dew drop in and the dew drop in is closed and they missed the show. And hoops is like, oh, I missed it. You know, very upset. So Teddy shows up and he's about to kill everyone. And Cassandra just comes out of the shadows and she's like, I bet you a hundred dollars you won't, you won't hurt him. And he's like, oh. Of course, because he's Von blonde dickhead. And she's like, Hoops is better at basketball than you. I bet you. And Hoops is like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't bet. Don't don't make that bet. Basketball bet. And, of course, like, Teddy makes three shots, and Hoops can't make shit. So he loses the money, and then Teddy's like, okay, give me the money. Now I'm going to kick the shit out of you guys. (laughs) And Cassandra just maces the shit out of them. The whole group, (laughs) yeah. yeah. at all of them. And, of course, Hoops tries to apologize to Cassandra. Cassandra's pissed. So hoops then tries to figure out a way to make things up to Cassandra and he, saw, he decides oh I can use my drawing talent to make this up drawing and he draws some flyers and hands them out they make a little animated sequence about her show and they fucking show it on the screen at the drive in at the
1: drive in <laughs> I was like where would they show it there's no internet <laughs> like,
0: and so then it works basically And uh, There's a bunch of people At the show Show. The show is packed They play this song It goes Don't look back Baby don't look back Like It's terrible
1: It's a terrible song It's an 80's song
0: Don't look back Don't look back Baby don't look back
1: It's good It's good stuff Uh, It sucks
0: there's a bunch of other stuff on the in between here, but none of it really matters. There's a scene with Teddy's it's dad. It's just,
1: just jokes. It's just jokes.
0: Teddy's dad is shooting crossbows at lobsters while telling Teddy that Cassandra is trouble. There's a scene where Egg tells a story about a little fat boy who got made fun of. He's telling it to Akak to try and cheer him up. And then Akak is like. Were you that little fat boy? And he's like, no, I used to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's really funny. There's a scene where they steal a lobster truck and they dump all the lobsters in Teddy's pool. And then the lobsters bite Teddy and Cookie when they get hey, in my the lobster. <laughs> it's just throwaway joke after so, throwaway yeah, joke. It's good you stuff, know. man. Anyway, Cassandra's got the money. She goes to the bank. Teddy's dad has already bought the mortgage to her house from the bank. I don't know if any of this is legal. They gave her this amount of time. She was in the amount of time. I don't know. Banks, who knows? They can probably do whatever they want, I guess. (laughs) I don't know shit about banks. Teddy's dad, then they're all, like, at the house watching Teddy's dad, like, kick everybody out and whatever. And then Teddy's dad becoming the most despicable villain of all time. He's like, "Get this mutt off my property." And points at the dog and then kicks the fucking dog. <laughs>
1: it points at little Squids dog. Little
0: Squids dog. And they do they, you know, they do a shot where the dog, you know, of course he doesn't really kick the fucking dog, but they, Right, right, right. You know, he runs at the dog, they cut to a, like a shot and he's like swinging his leg and you hear like Meow! and it's terrible. Awful. So then we cut to a scene at the dog hospital. There's a dog with it dressed as a doctor
1: pushing a cat in a wheelchair nice
0: (laughs) how can you beat it
1: (laughs) this is is taking place in a different galaxy (laughs) not our own
0: Akak he comes up with a plan for them to win the regatta because he knows that if they win the regatta and teddy doesn't then the grandfather is going to take all the money away and they won't be able to keep the house right i don't know why akak knows this but he does. So Akak gets a boat, and it's a boat that we saw earlier in the scene with Hoops and Cassandra when they were walking the beach. There was this shitty wreck of a boat <laughs> Rick- sitting on yeah, the yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah, a shipwreck. That's, that's what he brings to them. And then we get, you know, classic 80s montage, fixing up the boat, because all these people know how to fix boats. <laughs> montage. Montage of boat fixing. So then they try to make Hoops captain. Hoops is afraid of boats. He won't accept it. So he goes and sits on the dock. And Cassandra comes up and she's like, why are you afraid of boats? And he's like, I don't know. I just never liked them. And she's like, maybe you've just not had the right experience on a boat and starts frenching on him. Oof. And then I'm pretty sure they fuck on the boat. Oh, okay. Hello. Gets rid of
1: his, his, his fear. <laughs>
0: his fear of boats is over because he had sex on one. So next the crew, they're worried about getting an engine for the boat. Cause they have this tiny, like fucking shitty engine. Teddy drops off his car at the store's garage and off screen, he punches Clay. And when Clay comes back in, he's got a bloody nose.
1: That's the really sad part. Yeah. I and mean, the dog is sad. But like. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's sad that poor Clay gets punched. I think it is. Yeah, because
1: Clay's kind of like, he's kind of the dumb one. Right? He, yeah.
0: And he's defenseless. You yeah. Know. Yeah. So. Uh, comes back
1: with a bloody nose, and everybody's like,
0: what? Yeah. And Egg is fucking
1: super pissed. So
0: Egg picks up the chainsaw that they have in the garage for some reason and starts cutting up the car. Teddy's car. So next we get to the regatta and the gang, uh, they show up in their shipboat among all these pro boats and of course there's a bunch of shenanigans that go on during the race. Somehow these fools with no boating experience and the shitty garbage boat are keeping up with Teddy and his boys. 80's film logic. What are you going to do? Before Teddy's dad pops up from under the hull and he shoots his crossbow and hits their halyard. Rope, I guess <laughs> they say it a few times. I wouldn't have known, and it, the the sail comes down, and they're like, "See you later, motherfucker." And so at this point, they're like, "How are we going to get the rope for the sail back in the halyard hole up top?" You know, it's way up there. It's at the
1: top of the mast.
0: Yeah. So hoops ties a little round weight to it, and he sits there and he looks up, and he tosses it up, and it goes right through. Right in there. Boom. Hoops, bang Hoops, finally hoops, play me. So meanwhile, Teddy's gang, they're still cheating and they're trying to like fuck with another boat and they knock a guy overboard. Akak jumps in the water to save the guy and he's like, go on, beat him. Don't worry about me. So just to break it all down, a regatta is broken up in three parts. The first part is you're rowing the boat out. The second part, you put up the sails. Oh. And then the third part, you get to use an engine. You race back with your engine. Yes. So. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's what a regatta is, apparently. Didn't know. So right before they get to the motor part, the dad goes to shoot another arrow at the gang. He's like, fuck a moment.
1: Crossbow. <laughs> like, he oh. whips out the crossbow. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, I'm going to shoot a hole in their hall. That'll slow them down. Uh, but he gets knocked over and gets eaten by the dolphin with reef. <laughs> <The> foam. <laughs> He gets eaten by the foam prop And the little The, the fin on the back of the, the prop Pops open and squid Is Squid's in inside. <laughs> She's waving at everyone So Mark Metcalf gets his comeuppance
1: His legs are sticking out <laughs> Out the dolphin's mouth
0: There's this really great POV shot From the shark's mouth Yeah, the dolphin's mouth coming at him. And he's like, Teddy, come back here. And he looks over and he's like, (laughs) ah. And the next shot is his legs, which are totally fake Fake legs. legs, Hanging out of the thing. Hilarious. So we get to the motor part. And Teddy and the boys have already hit this. They're taking off. And they're like, ah, fuck you guys. We are going to win. And these morons, they blow off the back of their boat. And they have somehow rigged the engine from Teddy's car to be the engine for their for the boat for their yep. boat and they fucking crank it and they just cruise right past them and it's like
1: they have his like license his vanity <laughs> his license. vanity plate on the back of the boat and
0: his fucking taillights <laughs> and they're like what do they got in that car what do they got in that boat and Teddy's like my car <laughs> and you see this so of course they win and on the docks hoops and cassandra hook up as cookie watches cookies like bombed but then george w- walks up and he's like why don't we quit all this fooling around cookie and then they make out for some reason <laughs> <laughs> so then squid comes out and the dog fresh released from the hospital comes running up and the dog has a bunch of puppies with it and they're all wearing tiny cones and they're all fucked up too <laughs> They were born that way. Yeah, they, they were, were born, born with cones around their necks. <laughs> oh, so, and then see, this is where we're getting everybody's story is rounding out, you know? So then Akak's dad meets up with him and he's like, I'm proud of you. You jumped off that boat and you saved that man. You're a hero. And it's very touching. And he invites Akak to move back in with him. So then this is the point where Hoops offers Teddy the trophy for the house, but Grandpa. He pulls up, and he's like, "I'm not putting a dime into Becca's Ted estates." And he takes the trophy away and gives it back to Hoops, and he's like, "This is the real investment, friendship." <laughs> <laughs> I got this shit memorized. I don't remember that part. Yeah. And then that. he gives, and then he just hands Cassandra the lead, the deed to her grandfather's house, and he's like, "Here's your house back." And then grabs Teddy by the ear you sound and drags. Just him.
1: like him, though. <laughs> Here's your house back.
0: He drags him off, <laughs> and so then. We finish up. We got another animated sequence with a rhino. And Rhino has found love, finally. And happy ending. But that's not the actual end. You think that's going to be the end, but it's not. The actual end, during the credits, we join back up with old Uncle Frank. (laughs) Can't forget about old Uncle Frank. What's happened to him? He's
1: still listening to the radio. What's happened to Uncle Frank? He's listening to the radio. He's listening to the
0: radio. And it's time for him to call in and he calls in and he wins the million dollars and he's so happy. He's freaking out and he's like, how long I've been trying to do this? Ah." And he like stands up and he shakes the phone and he accidentally pulls the fucking cord out of the
1: wall. Because that's when phones used to have cords.
0: Yes. And uh, they're like, hello, hello. Okay, we got to go on to the next person. And then somebody else calls in and he like, you know, is furious. So earlier in the movie... Akak, after he got kicked out of his parents' house, he moved into uh, Calamari's. The Colomaris house, and George said to him at one point, just throw all your stuff in the in Uncle Frank's room. He'll never notice. So Uncle Frank looks behind him and there's a fucking rocket launcher <laughs> right behind him. And the next scene is the radio station is out on like a bluff on right, the beach. Right. And, it's like a, it's like a shack. Yeah. And Uncle Frank blows it up. He shoots <laughs> with, it with, with a rocket a launcher. Rocket launcher. <laughs> And then the stork twins pull up in their tow truck And they're like, oh, get the marshmallows, Clay And they both run off toward the flaming building To roast to marshmallows roast. on it And the song, it's by Honeymoon Sweet What would it take?
1: It's by Honeymoon Sweet Honeymoon Sweet
0: What Ooh. does it take? If I could grow wings, I would do anything just as Can't you see? <laughs> if I could fly high, I would give you the sky. Don't you make You're taking sense me back. You're taking me back right now. What does it
1: take? I think I was in college when this. <laughs> I put it on a mix CD once for my wife. Oh, that's so nice.
0: That's a classic love song Mark's soft side Soft side
1: of Mark Jones
0: And that's the end of One Crazy Summer Is this one in Criterion? I wish It should be They should do a Savage Steve Holland Three disc box set Like they did with Del Toro
1: What would be in there? (laughs) It would
0: be Better Off Dead One Crazy Summer And How I Got Got Into College
1: How I Got Into College Or
0: whatever it was called (laughs) I only saw that one once it's definitely not as good as the first, though. Yeah, well, yeah. But it would make do? a
1: nice, nice three, three box set. Three, yeah, it would three make a nice set. set.
0: Somebody get on top of that. Savage Steve.
1: You've made me want to watch this movie again.
0: It's good. <laughs> it's a classic summer flick. It's summer right now. Uh, in most places. In Seattle, it's 58 degrees and cloudy. So that's nice. <laughs> that's summertime. I hate it here. <laughs> I, I hate this place Like between all the asshole fucking passive-aggressive people that live here coupled with the nonsensical weather that it just changes constantly. Uh, it it's just, I hate you, Seattle.
1: Can I just go home? It's one crazy summer. <laughs> Do you want to go home? <laughs> can, I, can I just go back to where I came from? I it, guess you could. It's warm there. I'm sure it's hot as balls. Yeah, today. it's like a
0: hundred <laughs> degrees. <laughs>
1: good times go have fun
0: Hey, this is Mark from I Saw That Movie. Why does this episode have an outro, you might be asking yourself? Well, I'm making a new movie, and I want you to go to Facebook and give us a like. It's facebook.com backslash Tungus Film, T-O-N-G-U-S. While you're there, check out our Indiegogo campaign, because that's basically why I'm doing this, so you will give me some money. And while you're on Facebook, you might as well give this show a like, too. It's facebook.com backslash I Saw That Movie. Thanks for listening.